0: It's the Brian and Jan podcast. She is the eloquent, elegant, and everything you'd ever want in a lady and a best friend, Miss Jennifer Horn, who also doubles as your conservative crusader.
1: And it is my pleasure to introduce you to the most lovable of liberals, the infected Brian Whitman. (laughs) <laughs> what? You're, you have COVID-19. We're quarantining. Oh, no. That's why our podcast is late this week oh, no, for crying no, no, out no, loud. No,
0: no, <laughs> no, 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 no. See, I have, you're right, I have COVID-19, but, but my darling, you're having the luxury of quarantining. I'm under the much more severe category of isolation. Yeah. COVID-19 positive. Have- I am is, sick. If you
1: haven't heard, I'm Brian te- Brian tested positive. He hasn't had any symptoms. I tested negative, and I've had symptoms. Right here, <laughs> so comes, imagine that.
0: I can't. What take could anything go wrong? <laughs> no, it is true. You think about the testing all over the country, but here in California, where we do the Brian and Jen podcast from, uh, h- how about this for a moment? Jennifer Horn, sicker than a dog. I mean, re- re- you were sick, my love.
1: I was pretty sick. Yeah, I say I had a what? mild case, but it was like the flu.
0: And they were, but it's not the flu. Oh, he said, but it is the flu. Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, why are you running from the stage? Put Lysol in your vein. What? Bye. So here's the thing. Jennifer has all the COVID symptoms. You look at the CDC website. Jennifer's got it. We're all so concerned. Her test result comes up negative. And then another person on our uh, morning answer team around here, our floor, around the general studio suites, um, who uh, – who apparently jennifer and i or i was told by human resources with a phone call you work in close proximity to someone who's tested positive this was um well coming up two weeks ago right and they Uh said well you better go get a test so you get the test it takes several days for the test to come back and my test was positive however uh with the exception i'll be honest because jennifer yells at me because jennifer wants to celebrate that i have COVID 19 so when i say I say I'm asymptomatic, which generally I have been, but I've had a cough, some chest congestion and a little bit of sniffles. That is not a fe I haven't had a fever the day of the test. I had a very low grade fever, which they dismissed because they said I was nervous and perspiring. I said, yeah, because your waiting room's 10,000 degrees. Pal of it's fair. Pally. Yeah. I turned into Joe Biden. Yeah. You're going to take the, the test. Pop? Take the test, Corn Pop. You know why I'm running a temperature? Because that waiting room in no ice house, with all due respect, corn pop. So I it was like ninety one ninety nine point one. So anyway, uh, odd. I have a positive test result. Virtually no symptoms. Jennifer has a negative test result. But many symptoms. Do you need more proof that the testing in this country, which President Trump with testing, we're doing better testing than any. If this is the best testing in the world, this planet's in big trouble.
1: Well, the counting, too, is a big problem, and we could have a whole podcast on that, but today we have to talk about 2020 because it is heating up. We are just weeks, really, away from the 2020 election, and Joe Biden, waiting really up until The Wire to announce his pick for vice president, made the announcement in Delaware, kind of a lackluster rollout. You know, you would think this is the start of the campaign. There'd be excitement, some balloons. Well... Joe Biden found himself in what looked like a high school gymnasium and made this announcement uh, picking Kamala Harris, the senator from California, as his running mate.
2: And I had a great choice, great opportunities. I had a great choice, but I have no doubt that I picked the right person to join me as the next vice president of the United States of America, and that's Senator Kamala Harris. You know, and it seems Americans all across this nation at least at the outset here, agree with me. Yesterday, we had our best grassroots fundraising day of the campaign, more than double our previous record. And in doing so, we set a single-day record for online political fundraising. And I think I know why. So I hope I hope that you'll join us as well, those of you who listen today.
1: Dentures are that- begging to
0: come out, aren't they? We got a little slippage here on the upper plate. It was the injury. Was the the toothlessness was originally caused by corn pop when he hit me on the diving board. And corn pop him. was a
2: bad dude.
0: I gave him what for? Here's the thing. You notice in that, Jen. Um, and this is a podcast. We don't have the benefit uh, of uh, of video, a, a pictures. I should say in the most uh, in the most uh, antiquated uh, television reference to pictures. Right? We don't have that, so we have to tell you. Uh, we have to talk about what we're hearing, and my, my, my feeling about it is Biden is a well-trained—we say what you will about uh, Joe Biden, who I have a new name for, I'll tell you in a moment. He's a well-trained politician, six terms in the U.S. Senate, eight years vice president, and he knows how to do this. You'll hear him in this gymnasium because of social distancing, because of COVID-19. They're not doing their convention, either party, in a traditional way, so he's in a high school gymnasium, which Lame. looks very much like a high school gymnasium, and— Really no crowd and the media is not going to applaud. But Joe Biden still you can hear that um, just as it, uh, a viewer of politics. He's pausing there, which are obvious applause lines when he introduces and says, Senator Kamala Harris, the convention house, whether it be Madison Square Garden or, uh, you know, Petco Park or whatever, they would go nuts. You know, there would be that thunderous convention applause, the air horns, which is uniquely American every four years. This year will be without that.
1: Yeah, it's going to be different, certainly, but I think there should be some excitement and enthusiasm still, and Joe Biden has been missing that. You know, he's been keeping himself in the basement, not really taking many questions from the news media, didn't take any questions after he made his announcement that Kamala Harris would be his running mate. They're trying to keep the environment very controlled around Joe, and so the question is, what can he handle, and how long can he handle it? If he wins, we are going to scrutinize this vice presidential pick maybe more than we do in other elections, because there's a real possibility that this is someone who might take office and and it looks like it would be more of a reality. There's polling out that indicates most Americans expect that Joe Biden won't finish four years no, in office. And we know about Kamala Harris because we live in California and we've seen her. She's a senator. She was the attorney general. A lot of people on the right trying to say that she's a radical. A lot of people on the left trying to say she's a moderate. The truth is she did go to a radical school. She went to Rockwood Academy, which has an alumni list of Linda Sarsour, the founder of Black Lives Matter, the founder of Code Pink, Stacey Abrams, Andrew Gillum. The list sure. goes on and on. But Kamala Harris does what she needs to do to butter her bread. She got started in politics by getting having an affair with Willie Brown. I hate she, this part. Well, it's true. Think, she patted I her it ever, I don't think it she padded her life. prosecution record by uh, putting in putting Black Californians into jail for low-level drug offenses. She did that to the tune of like 2,000, 3,000 people that found their way into jail on weak convictions from Kamala Harris. Once she padded that record, she became attorney general and got into the proverbial bed with George Soros and then became beholden to the left. She is the fourth most liberal in the Senate according to Government Tracker. She did say she would prosecute people who supported the president. Think about how dangerous that is whether you like president trump or not do we want to go back to the obama school of going after our opponents by using the the power of the government obama did it with the irs he spied on reporters within his administration he spied on trump and now you've got someone who is promising publicly with a microphone in her hand that she will prosecute trump supporters she's ignored the me too movement and ignored the race the the race movement in this country even though she stood for it once joe biden offered to put her on the ballot she's bent over backwards for him and you know she mm. she backs a well, lot of th- all- a lot of liberal policies like open borders she said she would decriminalize sex trafficking drug trafficking she's backed bernie's health care plan aoc's oh. green new deal she okay. said that the second amendment should be given uh, taken away from the federal yeah. government and actually allowing states to decide what's appropriate so i mean she's got a lot of negatives when yeah. you put her into this spot with joe biden
0: it's interesting to hear you jennifer my best friend who's an who is the first lady of trumplandia you are, uh, you are, the chief Trumpkin. I, kn- you are a Trumpkin. You are Trumpian in thought. Your thought is Trumpy. I don't know if Trumpian. that's
1: trying to like pat me on the head. I'm just very fired well, up about Kamala Harris. I know you're fired up. Record. And
0: you're fired up, and you're insulting her, her record. And I'll tell you exactly Yeah, Because it's terrible. No, because it's sexist, actually. Wow. So well, I'll explain. I'm a woman.
1: I love. I know. Women hey, in by the way, by,
0: well, hold on, hold on. Women can be sexist. Men can be sexist. One's gender does not dictate whether or not they can be sexist. So let me just say what I'm not fighting. I'm not. I'm just telling you what I heard. And as a political note, because I love you and I know your heart. And I know because you are a powerful, self-made, independent, very successful woman in the world of business and media, which ain't an easy nut to crack. So I know you know this. But when it turns to politics, I was listening closely to you because that's how much I respect you. In your description of Kamala Harris here on the Brian and Jen podcast, in your first description of her since her nomination as the Democratic Party's vice presidential candidate, you said about, and I'm saying this for a reason, the first person of color who is uh, the Democratic, I believe this is the Democratic Party, major party candidate for vice president you said oh she knows where her bread is buttered she does so so she started by jumping into bed with willie brown the mayor she did. okay at 29 okay. Uh, uh, imagine it, okay at 29 there and he was how old let's just do the whole uh, thing 70 something okay good 60 something uh, ma- he was imag- a
1: lot older in that in any case
0: imagine this being said about a man uh you went on to say that a woman who has broken more glass ceilings then most people, most females or minority people, have. You accuse her of padding her resume, and then you, as if it's illegitimate and not true, as if those are not real experiences or job preparation. I, 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 and then I'm almost done. And then you dismiss her record, suggesting yeah. she's not qualified. She's I just think she's
1: a hypocrite. It's not about her qualifications. Oh, well, you
0: could have said that, and she's then finally. She stood okay. up and, and said
1: that she'd like to sit to stand up for Black Americans. Yet she put them all in jail. And, and then if, the final it is, thing here's the joke. Here's the laughable part of it. President Trump is the one who actually did criminal justice reform to let low-level drug offenders out of jail because they didn't belong there. He uh-huh. should be given some credit for that instead of uh, the no. the po- uh, you oh. know the probing that Kamala Harris seems to be giving the president and all of those terms. I using you racism Republican, and xenophobia. I to describe you Repu-
0: it. Uh, I'm going to do my final point uh, about what you said. There was a second reference to getting into the proverbial bed, I believe, Mm -hmm. with George Soros. These things are not said about male candidates. Oh, sure.
1: I would absolutely say that. I think there are a lot of... I don't hear Well, look, there are a lot of politicians who are in bed with George Soros who are males. Uh, George, I can tell you right now, George Soros is in bed with Joe Biden. Joe Biden is being run by the far left because they are the ones who are giving him money and energy. He's in bed with George Soros, too. That's not a sexist statement. The truth is that Kamala Harris got her career because she had an affair with a powerful person in California
0: that is not true
1: that is absolutely true that is
0: not true and that I'm not true no it's not Kamala Harris well, uh, Jennifer I'm going to really personalize this and I hope you know you know you love you know I love you Jennifer's Jennifer yeah
1: no I know we love each other go ahead what's I'm just you're interested my best to hear your point
0: I am I, I, I'm interested to say it to you but I can't say it if it's going to hurt your feelings. go for it okay.
1: my feelings will not be hurt
0: Kamala Harris had an opportunity maybe because of her relationship with Willie Brown fair fair you in your personal business life had an opportunity which you have excelled at Absolutely. and proven because I agree with fa- that. Because because of your family.
1: Absolutely. A hundred percent. I'm grateful okay. for it. But you know so what I've done? She probably... I've, really, I've really worked hard to take what was the initial opportunity and I've moved forward with it. That's what she did. But I acknowledge that I got my start in this business because of, because of family ties. She doesn't. And that's the difference between the two of us. That's a I fair think point. She, I think she tries to hide her history and she doesn't celebrate it. Now, that's here's a... the only thing that I will tell you that I, I will stand up for her with is that I think ambition people no one ever nails a man for being ambitious it's just who they are people are going to nail kamala harris for being ambitious that's unfortunate that is a bit of sexism but to not hold her accountable for her record because she's a woman or a woman of color i think is dishonest because she's been hypocritical throughout her career that's why i say she started out flip-flopping and shape-shifting because she's been on the take from a a lot of different places
0: has President Trump not flip flopped? You, I think people. I
1: think people. Everybody
0: does based, on their, Adult based on their who ideology.
1: Think. But she has not stood for anything consistently. President Trump, in you can go back to 1980 when he 88 when he was sitting on the Oprah Winfrey show. He's been very consistent in his message about what's good for this country, and that's what he's delivered to the American people. Now we do want to have a little bit of fun before we run out of time this on the Brian fun. and Jen podcast. Way, oh no, this, this is... is fun! Believe me, I love believe I love, I love the debating too. of you. I love it. Too. But I love it. I love debating with. People in general, but here's the deal: Joe Biden has um, made this choice with Kamala Harris. We obviously have acknowledged that there is probably a likelihood that people are going to scrutinize Kamala a little bit harder than most vice presidential picks because there's a, there's some there's a there's a question about whether Joe Biden can actually fulfill four years in office because of cuts like this. Keep in mind, he barely comes out of the basement when he does, and he lets a reporter in to have a conversation. You get something like this.
2: Please clarify, specifically, have you taken a cognitive No, test? I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying, you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Are, are you a junkie What do junk you guy? say are to you President stuff? Trump, who brags about his test and makes your <laughs> mental state
0: an issue for voters?
2: Well... If he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, come on, man. I, I I know you're trying to goad me, but I mean, I'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates.
0: OK, that's the former vice president, Joe Biden, doing an interview with CBS CBS News, the reporter. Errol Burnett, and he asks a question. It's, I think it's a great question. I, I applaud the reporter for asking the question of the former vice president because it is in the news, his, his cognitive condition. I, I haven't examined him, and I have no opinion because I have no facts about the medical chart of, Joseph, of the person, Joseph Biden, the former vice president. So I'm not going to comment on it like some media people do and pretend they're doctors. I'm not going to do that. Uh, I will say this. In my own life and in the lives of public people, you can see, for example, uh, my Nana. I saw my grandmother, my mom's mom, Jen. She she passed with Alzheimer's. She's in heaven with my parents. Alzheimer's took took her life here on this earth. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, and I'm not saying this is what's happening to the former vice president, but in the beginning, Nana would start to say things. uh, My mom was primarily her caretaker around her and my mom would say no no mom that's not true and Nana Jennifer would answer with, with anger she would be angry because she was a very strong like you you remind me of my Nana in some ways because she's a very strong independent woman she worked hard all her life she had responsible jobs and did them very well she would then say to my mom whose name is Barbara Barbara I'm your mother are you telling me I don't know what I'm talking about I mean just like that oh. so it was upsetting and angering to her
1: Right. Of course. It's frustrating. And you see him kind of kind of lose it a little bit. I just I wonder how and you're the lovable liberal. So maybe we end on this because I I don't know how people can just vote blindly for Joe Biden. I mean, other than just they're blinded by their Trump hatred because he hasn't. He hasn't really had a record that he can really sell to the American people. I think he had eight years with the Obama administration, and really his best achievement was enriching himself and his family, four deals with China. And now you have a guy who's barely speaking, like, English and almost a little gibberish, and people are still going to vote for him.
0: Okay. (laughs) I think everything you just said uh, without— not having a record, you said that about President Trump. Joe Biden did six terms, thirty more than 36 years in the U.S. Senate as a United States senator, eight years as vice president. The man has a record. Uh, and but he's complaining so, so,
1: about it, I guess. That's the question. is he complaining okay. about the state of the country when he's had 40, yeah, 40 years plus to do something about it, and by and large he hasn't.
0: Okay, And uh, as to the issue of his mental abilities or cognitive abilities, uh, three people who worked with President Trump, the former chief of staff, the former defense secretary and a third person whose name I don't recall right now, all say on the record that on calls with foreign leaders, President Trump, quote, seemed delusional, close quote. Now, you'll have an excuse for that. I understand that. It's
1: not an excuse. It's I mean, if they say they're delusions because they don't agree with what he's doing. No, it's not that he's incompetent. I mean, Brian, you've never heard President Trump sound like what you just heard from Joe Biden. And if you did, we yes, would never hear We would never hear the end of it ever. Yes, it I It would have. be carried in the media instead okay. of swept under the rug.
0: But how about that? You know, some politicians want to answer questions and they don't want to answer questions depending upon what the question is, right? Every politician has this, you know, a sensitive issue, a sensitive spot, Jen, a trigger point, mm-hmm, sure. if you will. So Joe Biden's asked and but what he really should do is just answer the question. No, I haven't taken a test. Or, yeah, I took the test. I passed it.
1: Right. Instead, it's a straightforward the straightforward answer he makes it worse right. for himself. For
0: Instead, sure. the v- former vice president Biden chooses to take about a minute and a half to not answer the question, but to demonstrate with his answer behavior that clearly locks off the answer. And the answer is, he should take a test <laughs> if he hasn't. So it's like, uh, have you taken a test? No, I haven't taken a test. Why would I take a test? What kind of question is that, man? Gobble, 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 gobble. Cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. Say a corn pop, and it's wild.
1: Yeah, and I don't understand what, where
0: the lion and the
1: bear came from. It's yeah, I just, think it comes
0: from because Trump talked to strange. Chris Wallace on Fox News about we took a test and we asked you if Trump – I think the t- – um, he didn't say this. I'm having fun. I think the test was like – it was for people who might have cognitive decline and it, you know identify this. Well, that's an elephant, the GOP. Okay, and that's a lie. Uh, maybe he got them backwards. Hey, man. It was
1: like an ink splot.
0: <laughs> It was like it's if they take up on this, Biden started this. Now, if they continue on this, it's like two kindergarten students fighting over who knew the flashcards better than the other one. There used to be a time in this country like when both major candidates would be talking about who had the best approach with the Soviet Union for arms control. Now it's tell me the difference between an elephant and a turtle. (laughs) Corn all pop. I can
1: tell you is that we will agree on one thing. The debates are going we'll to be, be very entertaining. <laughs> and, this vice pre-
0: and the vice presidential debate is going to be a barn burner. I mean, yeah, it's going to be, be like a. Yep, I agree. All right. There she is. Jennifer Horn, the COVID crusader, uh, co- conservative crusader. And I'm uh, your lovable liberal. And I. Uh, oh, I'm the COVID crusader, too, with a positive. Yeah, We test got you know.
1: it. We're like the Wonder Twins.
0: We really are, but we're the COVID twins. Yeah. We should change the name of the podcast to the COVID twins and get some publicity. (laughs) Go to SebGorka.com. That's home base for us. Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Hear the podcast. If you love it, write a review. If your feeling is anything less but love, go quarantine with someone and play Parcheesi. Okay? Don't write a review. (laughs) But Spotify is another place to get us. We are Brian and Jen. We thank you for joining us on the Brian and Jen podcast.